0: To align your mind. My name is Chelsea Tanner. I'm a flutist and a mindset coach for musicians who want to succeed in their careers, but also enjoy their lives. And a huge part of a musician's life is how they treat themselves in the practice room and spending time in the practice room in general. We spend hours a day trying to help ourselves get better, but we don't always stop to notice how we're treating ourselves, even in the most minute way. This matters because you're creating a mental environment for yourself in the practice room. This mental environment is going to be somewhere either you like to be or somewhere you don't like to be. Just like our physical environments, where you put your focus and how you speak to yourself, create this environment. We bring up negative self-talk in the practice room all the time in school, oh, don't talk to yourself poorly, Um, have good positive self-talk, but seldom are we told how to address it. Usually we just say, don't say mean things to yourself, which so so many of us take to mean, oh, just say positive stuff to ourselves. However, if we have been stuck in a negative place for a long time, Positivity will not come easily, or it's not believable to us, most likely. And saying things you don't believe will usually just make you roll your eyes. So, where do we start? We start neutral, we state the facts. I'll use a flute example, but you can apply this to whatever instrument you play. If I crack a note when I'm practicing and think, ugh, that sucked. I'm in judgment mode. I'm not usually following up, ugh, that sucked, with, oh, what happened? And I'm so curious. And why? I'm stuck in judgment, and I'm going to rush into it again to just try to get it right, usually without thinking through a process of inquiry first. If I crack a note and state what happened in a neutral way, like, oh, this note went up the harmonic then I have somewhere to go with that I know when that happens my air into the flute my airstream into the flute is going too fast for some reason now I can troubleshoot where can I create more space in my air column and create the same amount of volume but still hit the note that I want to then I can change something I can make my aperture bigger create more space in my mouth and try it again If I get a harmonic out of my instrument that I didn't intend to, factually, that's no big deal. It doesn't mean anything about me, or my ability, or my potential. But if I tell myself, ugh, that sucked, every single time I crack a note, I'm creating a really different mental environment for myself every time I mess up. When this goes unchecked for a really long time, we become afraid to mess up even in our practice room because it means that our playing sucks, right? Because our brain is used to thinking that and the more our brain thinks something, the easier it becomes. This is what judgment in our practice room will create for our mental environment. When we are afraid to make mistakes, we play scared, we feel defensive, and we usually rush through our practicing because we don't want to feel those things now if you this sounds like you know that it's totally okay and normal and that this happening is something i think we all go through and you can totally do something about it i coach so many clients on this and i think it's one of the most important things you can do for yourself and that is to create a mental environment conducive to feeling curious. Curiosity is the antidote to judgment. And to be curious about something, we need to step out of judgment. The best way to do this is to speak in neutral descriptive language in your practice room. This looks like stating facts and describing what happened rather than placing judgment on Now your brain might automatically offer, ugh, that sucked, but notice it next time. And then implement that neutral language. Eventually that neutral language will become your baseline. And this means avoiding words like good, bad, better, or worse, because it doesn't actually really tell you anything about what happened or give you information about what you could change to make it more aligned with what you want to sound like. I always make my students describe what they've heard in their own playing in their lessons, and it's of course never fun for them, but it shows me what they're hearing and they build a vocabulary to use in their own practicing when they say, oh, that was better. I always ask what was better? Why was it better? What did you like more about it? And this is something a former teacher did with me and I'm so grateful for it because it changed the way I practiced. When we ask ourselves, what did I like? What didn't I like? And why didn't I like it? We can really piece together what creates a phrase that we like and we form opinions and reasons for those opinions. And why is that important? Well, our confidence in ourselves 100% comes from the thoughts and opinions we have of ourselves. If we're able to create something that we want to in our practice room without telling ourselves we're wrong or that sucked, we little by little start to see ourselves as problem solvers, troubleshooters, and someone who can figure things out no matter what. So this comes in handy when we, we get into this mode of defensiveness, right? We think a crack note means, oh my gosh, this famous person doesn't crack notes. I must be bad, I'm not as good as them, X, Y, and Z, blah, 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 right? And I'm gonna give you a few examples of neutral language you can practice in the practice room because when we get out of that judgment and accept ourselves where we are, We're much more likely to practice from a place of curiosity, and that's so much more productive. So instead of using the word mistake, I say, I did something that I didn't intend to. I started replacing mistake with these words because, you know, people always say, oh, you're always going to make mistakes. And for some reason, that never like jived with me. (laughs) I was just like, I'm not going to go on stage knowing I'm going to make a mistake that felt so terrible to me, but I might go on stage and do something I didn't intend to do. That feels better to me and that matters, right? So instead of saying, "Ugh, why can't I play this? I say, okay, what happened here? What physically happened, like what actually happened? was a finger slow was um, was I rushing? was I dragging? You know how do I want it to sound? What tools do I know that I can reach for at this moment? And instead of saying "I cracked a note, I say it went up or down the harmonic. My air was going too fast or too slow. instead of saying, I was wrong or that was wrong. The note I played didn't match the one on the page. I wonder why that happened and what can I do to make this passage easy and more comfortable for myself. When we take our language and make it neutral. We eliminate the self-judgment and negative self-talk. It doesn't become about us anymore. Our practicing doesn't mean anything about us. It becomes about the music and about how we can best play the music that's in front of us. To be honest, I've only recently been incorporating like self-caring self-talk into my practice room. I'm not going to say positive because that feels a little bit like I'm a cheerleader and that's not usually my energy but if that's your jam totally lean into it and I think the more care-filled practice we can have not only with our instruments and the depth of knowledge and understanding and care-filled in terms of technique and all of these things but with ourselves the more we care for ourselves in our practice room, the better the results are going to be and the better you're going to feel. Let's take an example. Let's say you haven't been able to play a passage in your music up to the written tempo or up to your goal tempo. Now that is just a fact. That doesn't mean anything about you, your ability or your potential. It doesn't mean you should be able to do it by now, and it doesn't, mean, it doesn't mean any of that. This is one of the most powerful things you can do for yourself, which is accept yourself and your ability exactly where you are today. So in this moment where you aren't where you want to be, simply accepting where you are, Will allow you to move forward without the frustration of thinking that you should already be there, or that you should be further along. That's creating suffering that's not necessary. So what? So what if you can't play the passage yet? So what if you worked on it for an hour yesterday and today it feels like you've never played it before? So what? That happens to everyone, by the way. Like, (laughs) just because. You aren't where you want to be. It doesn't mean anything about you as a musician or your ability. That's actually the whole point, right? Is like we just want to get better, but we so often use where we are against ourselves to make us feel bad and therefore motivated. It's negative motivation. But accepting that this is where you are today will alleviate that frustration You can accept where you are and still want to get better. It's when we invalidate where we are. When we think things like, I should be able to play this by now. So-and-so would have learned this by now. I should already be able to do this. It's when we say things like that to ourselves that we end up becoming so frustrated. And that becomes our mental environment. Constant invalidation. It's okay that yesterday's practice didn't stick as well as you thought it might. But what if you got curious about that? Why is that the case? Did you go back today and do this entire practice process you did yesterday again? Or did you just expect yourself to play it on day two without working up the tempo a second time? This is just one example, but you get the idea. When we go neutral... When we accept ourselves where we are, we open up our minds to curiosity and feeling curious is the absolute fastest way to improve. It isn't a new method book or more practice hours. It's getting curious about everything. Now, some people are hesitant to accept themselves or be kind to themselves, you know, where they are today because they're afraid they won't improve otherwise. But being judgmental to yourself and invalidating where you are just feels horrible. It feels worse than you're on defense and then you're playing scared and practicing scared. Lower the stakes. Your practice sessions don't mean anything about you as a musician, unless you choose them to mean something about you as a musician. Also, if you try to be compassionate and accept where you are, and you don't like it, you can always go back to judgment and beating yourself up. Like, it's your life. Totally your call. But why not try it? Your relationship with yourself, your instrument, and in your career could be 100% different if you make the shift. I'll leave you with the thoughts that helped me so tremendously in the practice room, which are this is where I am today. It takes as long as it takes. Let's go. If you're interested in taking this work further, I have a one-on-one coaching program that will help you get into the mindset of your dreams. If this episode resonated with you, I highly recommend booking a free discovery call with me. It's an hour on Zoom where we discuss where you are, where you want to be, and we talk about how mindset coaching can help get you there. Check out the link in the show notes to sign up.